0: Welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. You're back here with Ashley, and I'm excited to bring to you guys another topic today that has come up as I've you know put out and and published a a couple more podcasts from various people who listen to the podcast, uh, friends and family, uh, and and other acquaintances who are just you know interested in my opinions and my, and information and guidance when it comes to, you know, you, you make a certain amount of money and, you know, what if you're in a bad position or fell into a bad position where you're not able to, you know, pay off, let's say you've, uh, accumulated credit card debt or you're making less than you're bringing in a month. So I wanted to take this episode to really kind of dive into how I would prioritize, some of those activities for you, and then um, some rule of thumbs, and then just getting into kind of something I've created, an example I've created, so you can kind of hear in real time how I would approach the situation of you know I'm in credit card debt, I make X amount of money, a limited amount of money a month, and my expenses are are pretty fixed. So you know I, I want to first say that if you're in credit card debt right now. Take a good look at kind of why you're in it. Usually it's it's emotionally driven or it's driven by some situation that that was psychological or is psychological that's that's putting you in a position to spend more or to not, again, I'll always go back to this, not respect the money that that you make and the time and the effort you put into making that money. So that's number one, because this position that you're in will never change. It'll be a temporary fix if you don't change the mindset, if you don't change the emotion and the behavior behind that emotion with the lack of respect of your money and really the lack of understanding of where you're at and where you need to be financially because that's really what this is about. You're not tracking everything properly. You're putting stuff on credit cards. You're buying things you shouldn't be buying. And, and you're not respecting the, the money that comes in versus the, the household expenses that, that you have to pay for monthly versus you know, everything else you end up doing and paying for. So I want to start off by saying that. Another thing that I want to mention before I dive into my example is I, my preference is that if you get into trouble, you know, take that as you know, a learning opportunity And get yourself out of it in, you know, what I would consider the right way. So what that means to me is you, you did this to yourself. You put yourself in this position. You were the one who created this problem. You need to own that. Like I said, you need to do some soul searching and figure out why you're in this position because that's the only way to solve this long term. But not only that, but you need to get yourself out of it by by taking the right steps to you know move move past it. And and in some cases, you know there are people out there who twenty twenty is a fantastic example of this. Maybe you've you lost your job, you had you know medical issues with COVID, and there's this perfect storm of you know all of these things happening at once, and that happens. I, I don't think that's the majority of the of the situations, but if that is your situation, and if you owe more than you make a year, so let's say you owe a hundred thousand dollars in, you know, medical expenses and you know, let's say like back rent and so on and so forth. You have all these expenses, credit card debt, so on and so forth. If you only make fifty thousand a year, I would recommend that you that you file bankruptcy because you are technically bankrupt if you are you know if your debt is is greater than the amount of money that uh, you're you're making a year and you're never going to be able to get out of that. So, in those cases, those very specific circumstances where where you had the perfect storm of bad luck and and a situation that that really just you know kind of took you under, so to speak. Filing bankruptcy is the best way to go because you're going to get out of it quicker. It's gonna take a obviously a huge hit on your credit, but it will immediately kind of dissolve and resolve all of your debt issues, kind of wipe your slate clean, although it will, like I said, annihilate your credit. But it is one way to, one, get you back on track quicker, Obviously, learn from that that mistake or situation, and that's why I always push you know emergency fund of a, of at least eight months, uh, so that you don't get into this situation again. You don't have issues if you lost a job or if you have just you know exorbitant amounts of medical bills. Use it as a learning lesson, and and that would be the route that I would take. For most of you that you know have, you're still you're bringing in less than you're spending. You have credit card debt that's accumulating. I think. That's not the route I would take. Obviously, I don't. I think we need to take a different approach and really dive into, you know, what you're spending your money on monthly. And then, lastly, and I'll bring this up at the very end after I share, share the example with you guys is, I would, I would look into if you have multiple credit cards at multiple interest rates. They're all going to be really high, but they'll vary. I would look into a transfer card that you can use, essentially a balance transfer credit card that you can use to transfer all of your, you know, kind of existing debt and balance. One, it's easier to track than it's on one card. Two, if you find the right card, the right company to work with, in a lot of cases, you can get you know zero percent interest for like eighteen months, so that could be extremely beneficial, uh, especially in the case I'm about to share with you. Again, very hypothetical, but that could be very beneficial in terms of saving you some money in the long run because that interest, those interest rates, add up, especially if you have a reasonable amount of credit card debt. So, going back to my example, I'm going to give you some numbers. Sorry, I don't have this available visually, but I think. I'll break down the numbers and then I'll kind of summarize what what I'm seeing and what, and what I'm talking about. So let's just say, you know, you have, here your expense breakdown for the month. So you have rent that you're paying. It's about six, it's a one-one, it's about $600 a month. You have a car payment. It's a, it's a nice car, but you didn't have good credit. So on and so forth. It, you're trying to get it paid off soon. So it's a three, four a year. So your car payment's about $400 a month. Groceries, gas, everything under the sun has gone up with inflation, so your groceries are about 300 a month. Your gas is about 150 a month because you don't have an incredibly long commute, but you still have to drive places to get where you need to be for work, and um, et cetera, other things. Your internet for your apartment's about $80 a month. Cell phone is about 120 a month. Utilities are about 100 a month. And then I put insurance. So that could be rental insurance plus car insurance because rental insurance usually isn't that expensive. Let's just say it's about $150 a month. So that totals to about $1,900 a month. And that is bare bones, like what you need to live off of, right? So you have no no excess over that. Those are your expenses, your monthly expenses. So again, $1,900 a month. Let's say you make about $40,000 a year. So not taking anything else out, I did account for taxes, you know, so federal, uh, it's also in Texas, so I did not account for, you know, the state level income taxes, because we don't have that. But let's just say roughly with that number, you're, you're bringing in about $2,800 a month. Okay, so that's about $900 excess. Well, let's say over the years, over the last couple of years, you have accumulated about $15,000 in credit card debt. So let's just break that out for simplicity purposes. We're not gonna include any interest on top of that because it will not just be $15,000. Obviously, it's accumulating interest every single month based on the fact that you're not paying it off in full. Any balance you leave is accumulating that interest. So keeping that in mind, we're gonna kind of go a a very simplistic route and just say you have $15,000 in in credit card debt. So that's about $1,250 a month on top of the 1,900 that you need to pay off. So if we do the math on that, um, I'm doing some math very quickly here. That is roughly, it's roughly $350 a month that that you are negative that you need in order to, you know, again, pay off this very simplistic form of your credit card debt plus just bare minimums. So again, I also want to point out this, what I'm looking at right now in this hypothetical situation, you are not buying clothes. You are not buying shoes. You are not going to happy hour, two bars, two clubs. You are not going to the movies. You are not doing anything else. Like this is, this is it. You have no Fluff, flexibility, excess to do anything else. So what do you do? First off, if you did have fluff, if you did have things that that you were spending money on over this, I would immediately cut all of that out. Cut it out. Honestly, you need to, you know, really, the first step is to look at what you're spending per month that is excess and that you can potentially reduce. And that, and so basically we're gonna look at every single one of these bills, but if you have anything on top of that, you cut that immediately. I mean, you're done. Like for the foreseeable future, for the next six months, for the next eight months, for the next year, whatever you need to do to enable you to pay down that credit card debt, you do that. So that's my first suggestion. And I just wanna point out a couple of things. I know you guys are probably thinking, these are costs that I can't do anything about, right? These are expenses that I have all the time that I can't do anything about you gotta start getting creative. So, uh, utilities, I mean, you're not gonna be able to shave that much off off there. You know, you could really think about, there's various things you can do and and it could save you a couple dollars. Like, obviously, be very aware of kind of your lighting situation. Be aware of, you know, how you're adjusting your AC. You know, make sure you're programming it if you're in in a hot location or if you're in a cold location. Program, you know, the, the heat and the cooling in order to kind of optimize that cost factor so during the day you know have it ramp up to a certain amount don't have it completely shut off because that's also gonna overall i think it's it's not as favorable because it'll actually increase your the effort and the cost of it to get it let's say it gets up to like 90 in your house uh, or in your apartment that's it's going to take a minute for it to and, and take effort for it to get back down you know so look at programming and optimizing when you're not home uh, for various things uh you can always i've done this a few times kind of jump around call around to get you know better deals on internet so let's say it's 80 dollars which i mentioned earlier you know mine right now and there's a lot of introductory rates for like 45 dollars. that's you know 40 extra dollars um so that that can add up very quickly gas and groceries uh, those are other things that will help but they're also minor so from a gas perspective you know just do what you can to you know limit. Can you carpool with people? Can you walk anywhere? Do your best to limit the amount of times that you take trips that you drive your car. Can you consolidate if and get do all your errands on one day so you're not driving around? Um, that that especially is helpful if you do like work from home or if you have a hybrid work from home situation um, that could help. Groceries, same thing. Like, can I buy in bulk? You know, are there coupons for certain things? Are there coupons for things that I didn't want to buy, but it's such a good deal, I can buy it, I can eat it, it's still fairly healthy, it's still edible, you know, so on and so forth. There's things that you can do to kind of shave some of that off. The next biggest thing I would look at is it's car payment. So if if you don't have a car payment, obviously it doesn't apply to you, but if you do, I would look at ways, look at your interest rate. If you have a decent enough credit, if you have decent enough credit, there are definitely ways that you could, Optimize this. So let's say you have like a 6%, a 7% interest rate. Can you go to a credit union or someone else and get it financed through them? That could very quickly and easily be kind of an instantaneous reduction to your car payment. Can you do that? And this is not something I, I would suggest, but can you do that and also extend your, your loan a bit? That could also help in the short term while you're needing to focus on, you know, reducing this credit card debt. You know, so so those are some things to think about when, when you look at, you know your you know I use quotations fixed expenses expenses that you know are going to be reoccurring every month. That I think a lot of us think you can't just cut those right, and in a lot of cases you can't, but you can start to reduce some of those things. The other thing to think about is you know when when it comes to when it comes to consolidating your debt and looking at like a payment plan. That's the first step. So depending on what you make a month, what you what you spend a month, how we can shave that down, that would always be my first approach. How can we shave it down so we can have excess to be able to, you know, pay off that, that credit card faster? And again, my goal would always be paid off, you know, within that, within a calendar year or within 12 months of where wherever you're at today. So for an April, pay that off by next April, April, 2023. But there, you know, you could always work with the, also work with the credit card companies when you do those balance transfers of the 0%, because in a lot of cases, you will still have that 0% interest within that 12 month period. Because I said it extends longer than that normally but, you know, sit down with them and look at what you can do. You know, maybe there's only so much you can shave. And like I said, I think you're in like a $350 deficit here. You know, so, so maybe instead of paying down the $1,250, you can only pay $900 towards it. So if you if you look at where we were at from a $15,000, so let's just do some quick math here, uh, divide by $900. So that's about 16 months. So let's say worst case, you're able to shave off some of your... Uh, some of your existing bills a bit, because you still want to, you know, go see your family or your friends on the weekend, and, and you, you want to be able to allocate a hundred bucks a weekend to do that. You don't want to live your life, and you found a way to actually take that money, consolidate that debt into a zero interest within eighteen months. I just did the math on this, and you know, let's say you can't do it in twelve months with that with that twelve fifty, you can do it in just shy of 17 months if you pay $900 a month towards your credit cards and you're still able to, you know, maintain and manage your expenses, pay off, you know, your monthly expenses with that money and then maybe you have a little bit left over like I said to, you know, quote unquote still live your life. But you do have that focus and that goal to pay off your your debt within 18 months and it's and it's very doable. So just wanted to give an example of, you know, things that you can, can look at and look for when you're looking at, when you're in a place where you feel stuck or you feel like you're drowning and you know, you're like, I just keep accumulating this debt. These interest rates will not stop increasing. I pay the min. I, I can pay more than the minimum each month, but what's the point, you know, and you can start feeling really defeated and, and it can snowball very quickly. So you know, I, w- I just wanted to take some time to give you, you know, somewhat of a real life example of how you guys can manage this and can get yourself out of these situations that you're in. And, and like I said, if if it's if the amount of debt is just so significant compared to your income, you know, filing bankruptcy is a it is a potential solution. It's not my favorite solution by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, there are situations and circumstances that come up that can, can force you to choose that. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of end this podcast saying thank you guys for listening. You know, looking forward to helping you now and in the future to kind of get your finances under control. Become, you know, smarter and more respectful and more mindful when you manage your money. And I'll leave you with this. Always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. And we'll talk soon. Bye guys.